welcome to the show. I just changed my audio, and um, hopefully it still sounds right. This is Mark, and you are listening to Walnut Grovecast. Um, we have a very, very special guest tonight. Um, it's it's nighttime here. It's daytime there. Um, all the way from Tokyo, Japan. Um, I would like to introduce uh, Re to the show. How are you, Re? Hi, I'm fine. Thank you. Good. Um, um, I actually came across Re's Twitter um, feed, which um, if you go on Twitter, there are a few, I guess, Little House in the Prairie people who are really, really focused on it. The thing that I really liked about Re's posts is that she she posts really unique photos from Little House, and you also um, are in Japan. So I think that it gives it a certain flair that little you don't think of, at least I don't think of Little House in the Prairie as being something that um, would be very popular in Japan, especially in Tokyo. Um, how long have you watched Little House? Ugh, I can't even talk. How long have you watched Little House in the Prairie? I actually started watching when I was like five years old, and I'm 18 now, so like more than 10 years. Wow. And what what pulled you into it? What did, what did you really enjoy about it? Um, I read the books first, and then my mother watched it when it was like on TV in Japan, mm-hmm. and so she like said, watch this TV show as well. So I started watching it, and I actually even like it more than books, actually. Yeah, I mean, I definitely do, too. Uh, Well, the books I kind of discovered, I think, in third and fourth grade. And and then um, I never watched the TV show. When I was a kid, the show was really considered very girly. It still kind of is. But Um, (laughs) but it shouldn't be. It's a total... It's a total... um, I think... I think it's for everyone, and... You chose this particular episode. You said this is your favorite episode. Um, do you want to talk about why? or? Um, um, yeah, Olsen versus Olsen. And it's just hilarious. for And, like, I love the way, like, Caroline, like, somehow manages to stand up to Charles. Yeah. I think it's, like, for the first time. <laughs> and I really found that, like, interesting. You know, there's a couple things about the show, this particular episode that I thought was a little bit strange. Um, it's one of the rare times that they bring in a character that is based on another historical um, person. Um, yeah. Namely, um, why am I forgetting her name? Um, <laughs> it's, her last name is Smith. And for yeah. some reason, I'm totally drawing a blank here. But... Um, she came into town and she was um, basically trying to get women to have the right to own property and not just have it, you know, signed away as soon as they get married to a man. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, I think that this particular episode episode shows um, the States as a place where um, it, it, it was still evolving, even though this was 100 years prior to when it first aired. Um, yeah. And even at the end, you hear Laura kind of mention, and we'll just play it um, when we get to it. But uh, it's a little bit dismal at the end, I thought. <laughs> um, but I, I say we go into some clips and kind of. Do you actually remember the first episode that you seen that you saw? Rather, I 
I don't really remember, but okay. I I remember seeing the pilot for the first time, but I don't think that was the first I ever watched. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's um. So yeah, basically, so it's Olsen versus Olsen, and it sets up in kind of a in a fun, lighthearted way. I'm just gonna play this clip. Writing on this order. One, two, what are you doing? Three. I'm trying to count today's receipts. Three, I don't know why. Five. We did precious little business today. Oh. Oh, for heaven's sake! Why don't you just let me do it? All right, dear. Why? You do it. Nails. Aren't you going to lock up? Oh, you can't trust me to lock up. If you want things done right, do them yourself. So what we have is, you know, the Olsons are bickering as usual. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Nels is going up upstairs and he slips on one of um, Willie's baseball bats because well, <laughs> he left a baseball bat on the stairs. Thanks a lot, Willie. And, you know, it's weird. The stairs, you know, are really active in the Olsen household. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when the water was pouring down the stairs. Yeah. And um, I think there's a number of times where he's, you know, he's getting the belt ready to go beat Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically Nels kind of loses it here. He really gets super angry and decides yeah. that once and for all, he's tired of putting up with. Um, Harriet's bickering and all that kind of good stuff. So um, I found he, it yeah. interesting that he managed to talk back to her. Like he some, sometimes like, well, there was this time when he was like, um, oh, again and again, and he, and Harriet said what, and he was like, oh, and a ten, and a ten, <laughs> like he was counting shoes. Yes, and so he he didn't do this this that this time. So I found that interesting too. Um, I, I mean, I always like Nels, but he definitely has a short fuse. Um, a lot of things make him kind of go crazy. And I think the one person that really gets under his skin is Harriet, unfortunately. Yeah. Here he is letting Harriet know, um, what his plans are. And what? Nels, 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 what are you doing? I'm leaving. Oh, Nels. Heavens. You don't need me around here. Oh, well. You know, you don't want me to help with the, with the store. You don't want me to help with the children. Oh, Nels, you have to be so sensitive. Now, listen here, you're not going this to This is place. one decision you are not going to make for me, Harry. You, you wait a minute. You notice how nice their place is in comparison to the Ingalls house? Yeah. It's such a shame. I mean, they have nice wallpaper and the furniture is so nice. And they have paintings and doors with hinges. The um, doors they slam. Yeah. They always slam the doors. Yeah, they always slam those doors. Um, so this is d- going on during a period where Nellie is pregnant. Percival is part of the community. And I guess they're closing up their shop. And um, he runs over there because as well as a restaurant, Nellie's restaurant is also a hotel. Yeah. Nellie? I need a room. I uh, can't say how long. A room? That's right. To live in. Of course to live in. 
you live at home with Mother and Willie? I moved out. You moved out? I don't want to discuss it. Nellie, I'll see you at the lecture tonight. Oh, yes. Good night, Nels. Carolyn? The room! <laughs> this is the Nels I like. I like it when Nels is a little bit unhinged, you know, yeah. uh, unpredictable. Yeah. Um, and I also like the way Carolyn hang, hangs in the background. Like, she doesn't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> why am I here? Like, you couldn't yeah. wait until I just left. <laughs> um, I think we've all been in situations like that. Yeah. Um, so, Caroline, of course, opens up her big mouth to Charles. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, here we are in the little house um, talking about um, other people. I've never seen Nell so forceful. He came in there like a, like a lion. Probably a lot like a lamb. I'm not so sure. Are you almost ready? Carolyn, to be honest with you, I think one of us ought to stay here and be with the children. Why? Albert is perfectly capable of tending to them. I suppose you're right. What is it? Well, to be very honest with you, I just don't feel right about going to this women's meeting. I mean, what, what if I'm the only husband there? It's going to be very embarrassing. It's not a women's meeting. It's a town meeting. Well, it's a meeting about women, isn't it? Yes. Well, what if I'm the only husband there? Well, there's only one way to find out. So I, I think that they did this well. I think that this could have easily been turned into a very lecturing um, example of propaganda of um, yeah. of women's rights. Um, but I, instead, they they created this cute story and you know behind it, which I think is really interesting. Um, actually, it's Elizabeth Smith um, Miller. I guess she got married after oh, yeah. this. And, well, you know what? I'll talk about that when we get up to it. But um, Charles is really, really not interested too much in going <laughs> to this. Um, it, it's kind of like I'm part of... Um, in Japan, do you know if you have... Uh, well, yeah, of course you know. Um, do you have, like, PTAs for the schools where the parents... Are yeah, gonna, we do. Okay. I just... Um, well, like I'm, I'm basically the person, I'm like a stay at home dad. So I'm the one who goes to these things for my kid and it's like, I'll be there and I'm the only guy <laughs> and I know exactly <laughs> what he's feeling. And it's like, I really didn't want to go that first time, but then you just kind of, there's always it. like, there's always like one dad who comes, Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, I've talked more today. into coming, so I'm not all alone. Yeah. Um, so Charles is thinking, all right, I have to do something to get more men here, I think. So he convinces Caroline to let him go check in on, um, poor Nels. Nels? Charles. Uh, yeah, I heard you were camping out here for a few days. News travels fast. Come on in, come on well, in. Well, I, I don't want to disturb you. I... Just wanted to check with you, see if you had anything to do this evening. Nothing that can't be changed. What do you have in mind? Uh, cards? Checkers? Better than that. <laughs> so the next shot is like the whole room of um, of women. And of course, Almanzo's there like um, <laughs> a good tall blonde guy. And uh, Percival, 
who just looks like he's yeah. afraid of everyone. <laughs> um, I always liked the actor um, who played Percival. I always thought he was um, a good addition to the entire show. Same thing with, yeah. um, I'm sorry, Almanzo, because from what I understand, that's the actual pronunciation of his name. Really? <laughs> Almanzo? Yeah, um, it had to do with somebody was saying, um, somebody who knew him was talking about how the TV show, I guess they were very old at the time, and they were saying how Almanzo is just not the way it was pronounced. It was more like the word man. Okay. So, that's interesting, right? <laughs> um, so, I'm going to play the little clip of Elizabeth Smith talking. I think it's kind of interesting. This is kind of where it could have easily gone the wrong way and become yeah. a lecturing mess. But I thought that even this character was kind of, it was pretty decent. And, um, you know, Elizabeth Smith, from what I understand, was a very wealthy woman. She um, traveled the country trying to get these laws passed. Um, she, I believe, helped pass it here in New York. And they even refer to that later on in the episode. But um, here we go. Hello. My name is Elizabeth Smith. And I surely am glad to see so many men in attendance here tonight like so many men to me. I know I'm Charles? supposed to be a woman speaker, but tonight I'm here to speak to you men. And what I want to talk about is just plain being fair. It's clear to see that the way the laws are written up, a woman gives up all right to her own property the minute she gets married. Say a woman inherits land or is given a piece of property for her dowry. The instant she says, I do, that property goes to her husband to handle any way he sees fit. And it's not only property. A man has complete guardianship over their children as well. Why, he can pack the lot of them off to an orphanage if he wants to, and the wife can't say a thing about it. Now, I have a petition here asking our state legislators to change these laws. Before I leave town, I hope every man in Walnut Grove will sign. So the men, everybody kind of has a shocked look on their face, as though, like, oh, we didn't realize it was this bad. Yeah. Um, but even at this time, New York, of course, did have that um, abolished at some point. Um, and so what is... What does any man do in a situation when they're pushed against um, the ropes? They, of course, use it to their advantage. And so Nels approaches Harriet. Whoops, <laughs> my time's a little off. Furthermore, since I own everything... You own. I own everything. I expect to be shown a little more respect. I want everything done my way from now up. That is the end of the discussion. Your uh, end of discussion. Now, if you just uh, go and fetch my slippers, I'll uh, relax in my chair in my living room. That's one way to get killed. <laughs> Especially Harriet. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, I, I like the, the way that he just kind of... Out of nowhere, just decides, like, I'm going to really push the boundaries on this one. Um, Harriet, being the kind of person that she is, of course, is not going to just take it. So she does a little bit of what Nels did. 
Harriet. You'll have to get your own slippers tonight, Nels. But I thought we agreed that you... You agreed. You know this store belongs to me, Nels. Oh. But if you want to take it away from me, you just go right ahead. I, I, you I, try I, running the whole store all by yourself, Nels. Don't expect any help but from I, me. But I, 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 that I, goes I, for running the house. And for taking care of Willie. You wanted it all, Nels. You can have it all. Harriet. End of discussion, Nels. You know, I didn't notice it really until you pointed it out. They really do <laughs> slam every door. Yeah. <laughs> like the Olsen's always like arguing where somebody's like angry. Yeah, and they're never a, really everyone's happy, so they're always stomping or running up those stairs or or something like that. Um we see a little bit of a repeat of what happened with Nels here. And this is all very clip heavy, but it will We'll we'll get along. <laughs> we'll we'll start getting the story along. I just think these clips are kind of funny. Again, slamming the door. Oh, whoops! I think I just overshot over that entire thing. I'm sorry. Um, bum 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 bum. <laughs> I messed that one up. I'm just gonna let it play through from this point. Sad Forget face Nellie. Mm. Nellie, that pie was delicious. Not too sweet? Perfect, you won't find a crumb on my plate. Nellie, I need a room. <laughs> this is Percival just looks at everyone like, what did you expect? <laughs> um. I love the way um, Harriet's like, I need a room matches N Nell's coming in and shouting, I need a room as yeah, well. Yeah, I love it. it it's like, <laughs> it's comedic enough to like really, um, to, I, I just like the way they did it too. It, it's very funny. Yeah. So, of course we are in the Olsen, I mean, not, the um, Ingalls house again. And Caroline and Charles are just talking a little bit about the, what um, Elizabeth Smith had talked about. And um, let's, I guess, play that a little bit. Um, because this is kind of how Charles digs a hole. And yeah. if you, yeah, it, it's kind of odd, but. I know he's a good hearted man, but it does seem like he's stealing her property. Stealing? I'm going to be stealing. It's his wife. So? So it's his, it's hers. What's hers is his. Not according to the law. Well, I don't think they're going to be apart very long. Well, I just hate to think that my husband can, at any time, just take something that's mine. Well, my darling, if that's what's bothering you, we can take everything we have and split it up and put our names on it. Carolyn gets the brush, Charles gets the suspenders. Carolyn gets the Bible, and we'll smile a little bit. It's just a joke. I don't think it's funny. All right. Whether you like Mrs. Olson or not, it's still not fair that her husband can take away her property on a whim. Well, I don't think it's worth getting this upset about. I'm sure he won't be mad at it very long. I'm disappointed in you, Charles. You're usually the first one to stand up for what's fair. And that's where everything just basically hits the fan. It's all downhill from here. Um... <laughs> 
it's so um what we're gonna do is um bring it to almanzo and charles talking a little bit about this the whole town is pretty much in up in arms i guess um for the most part i'm thinking that everybody in the entire um walnut grove township they don't they don't really think on this level they don't really address these issues that of course exist where man is the man and you know the woman is the woman i mean in this township for whatever reason you know the women are working just as much as the men very often yeah you know in the post office owns a restaurant and all of that stuff so this is a kind of a bad example of a town that is a one has a one-sided way of life but i guess um that's what they're pushing, but here's Charles and Almanzo. Almanzo. That was some speech last night. What do you think of that, Elizabeth Smith? I don't think much of it one way or the other. Sure said Carolyn off, though. I can't figure it. I mean, I don't see how a piece of paper is going to make a husband treat his wife decent if he hadn't got a mind to. You going to sign that petition? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with it. Agree with what? Well, there's a certain trust between a husband and wife. It comes from knowing everything you got is shared. All of a sudden, you start dividing everything up. I think something happens to that trust. My family's been getting along fine. Just don't see any reason to fool around with something that works. And, you know, that's where the controversy is, I guess. Um... Of course, we look at this, and we, I think we think, you know, they're very backwards thinking, you know, they're, it's not that big of a deal to just sign, you know, sign it and kind of go along with it, and everybody should, you know, split it up um, evenly. But what do we have next here? Um, we have Caroline again with Pa. And uh, Charles was nice enough to make dinner and I guess he's trying to do something that a lot of men maybe aren't going to do, but he's showing that he appreciates Caroline, I think, but uh, I don't think it's quite enough, um, (laughs) enough for Caroline. Caroline, come on in. Hi. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. You wouldn't believe how busy we were today. Let me take your coat. Thank you. There you go. Have you? Oh, you cooked supper. I cooked supper. I fed the children. I cleaned up. All you have to do is sit right here and relax. <laughs> Thank you. Made a pretty good stew, if I do say so myself. Just put a little more seasoning. <laughs> Charles? Mm-hmm? You know what I was thinking about on the way home? No, oh, what's that? Kansas. You remember how hard we worked? Mm-hmm. Raising those logs for that cabin? Remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, we've done so many things together. Side by side. It was a long time ago. I know, sweetheart. Don't you think it'd be nice to have it written down somewhere? That we're equal partners. Just for the record. It's about the petition, isn't it? Yes. Elizabeth Smith left it to see if I could get some signatures. It's really nice. 
Now, here I thought we were sharing a few memories together, and all the while you're trying to trick me into signing the petition. Oh, Charles, I wasn't trying to trick you. All right, I'll sign it. That's what you want, make you happy. I might as well. You'll figure out a way to get me signed it anyway. Charles, that isn't fair. Fair. You try to sweet-talk me into signing something I don't believe in, and you talk about being fair. All right, where is it? I said I'd sign it. I'll sign it. No. Now what? Oh, you're a man of principles. I don't want you to sign something you don't believe in. Carolyn, we have done nothing but argue since that woman came to town. Uh, if this is what our life is going to be like from now on, no, I won't sign it. Fine. Where are you going? I cook supper here. To bed. Oh, boy. So now they're super fighting. <laughs> because um, <laughs> Elizabeth Smith had to stick her nose in into um, their lives. So she approached, um, Elizabeth Smith approached Caroline after she heard that Charles is somebody who is, um, carries a bit of um, respect within the town. And um, I guess she was just trying to get Caroline to get him on board. I know this is like really off the point, but when you, before Caroline comes into the house, you hear a wagon coming up. Mm-hmm. And... I'm always wondering if Carolyn actually drives to Well, that's the a good point. Um, yeah, I kind of wonder, because it is nighttime. Yeah. And um, it's probably about, a, we've estimated about two miles worth of walking. But then we see her walking to into the restaurant. We never see her driving there, so it's like... I'm trying to remember if I've ever seen her casually riding on a wagon. I mean, riding a wagon alone. I I don't think she's ever, you know, ridden it alone. But like in the handyman, she goes after the um, Chris mm-hmm. with ne- and with Mary because Charles isn't here. But hmm. no, it's a good point because I know you know they don't have two um, teams. Right of horses, so uh, that's a that's a great point. What what uh, mystery person is riding Caroline, and driving her all around town? So we have um. So now we have a, a number of people fighting, right? So let's see what's what will be the next thing here. Harriet is starting to break down because she's just, I think, missing Nels. So Percival gives a little bit of his advice. This morning? Yeah. I've been watching the store all day. Watch the people come in, go out. It's my store. I should be over there driving a hard bargain and making the best deal. Well, maybe you should go back. I'm sure if you talk things out with him... Maybe you're right. No. Huh? No, you shouldn't go back. I shouldn't? You did the right thing. You have to stand up for what's yours. Well, uh... You did the courageous thing. And every woman in this town knows it. Courageous? Maybe if I can get other women to follow your lead, our husbands just might see how serious we are about this thing. Now she's crazy, right? <laughs> she's like power. She she's nuts. No, um, it, it's really kind of interesting at this point. This is where we we had a lot of well well crafted 
and fun moment because I think Caroline is going to set up um, a little bit of a test as well as um, a trap for Charles, who doesn't seem to be working very much in this episode. Um, at all, right? Really, right? I mean, we saw him take a lunch break, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here we go. This is also Albert. This is weird when Albert only shows up for maybe a total of, what, two minutes? Um, we also see Carrie has grown up a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's weird with Carrie, because Carrie seemed like she was the same age for, like, five years. And then yeah. out of nowhere, she grew up. Um, and then we have Grace, who Grace definitely has a lot of issues. Like she acts so strange. Like her crying is—I'll play it in a little bit—but her crying is psychotic, it seems. Um, but um, here, Caroline's going to explain to the children what's um, where she's going. I'm going away for a few days. Where to, Nellie's? Nellie's why? To have a little adventure and to prove something to your pa and to myself. Oh, pa's going with you. No. Now, while I'm gone, I want you to just be yourselves and have a good time. Am I supposed to do the cooking? Oh, no, no, no. Your pa can do that. Oh, who's going to watch Grace? Oh, your father can attend to that. Doesn't sound like pa's going to have much fun. (laughs) Now, give me a kiss. (laughs) That's awful. So, <laughs> she, basically, she's hurting... She's hitting Charles exactly where it hurts, right? Yeah. Um, I always wonder if the children really know what's going on. Like, do, do they actually... Well, definitely not Grace, but... Does, like, Albert really understand what Caroline wants to do? or something? You know, I'm not really sure, because... It doesn't seem as though they're really conveying the message or of what they're fighting for to yeah. to them. I think Albert should have been brought a little bit more into the mix. He's probably about 14 or 15 years old here. I think a 14 and 15-year-old, even in the 19th century, can understand why a woman would want to have the same rights as a man. Um, yeah. You know, I think... I, I'm really surprised he doesn't ask more questions, like... <laughs> when when Caroline says I want to prove something to your pa, and he he just he doesn't really say anything to that that <laughs> so yeah it's it's just like ah, okay I used to live on the streets <laughs> you know um all right so here's another little clip that um of um of a fight so I'll I'll just let the the clip speak for itself have a good time bye bye. bye. Jack, just stop your worrying. You mark my words, things are going to get back to normal now that Elizabeth Smith's left town. I hope you're right, Charles. Oh, yeah. You know the way women are. They get a bee in their bonnet about things. They get all excited. I don't want to discuss it. Leave me alone, Marla. I don't want to hear about it anymore. If you can't help with the twins during the day, I will not work in the post office. Hold on, woman. Take this mail. I'll take this mail. And don't you call me woman if you want the mail. Here, here. Mail, mail. You want it? You can have all of it. I'll tell you what. Here, here. Mail, mail, mail. You want it all? Here it is. And I take it all. Morning, Miss Foster. Now it is. <laughs> I take it you're handling the mail now, Horrible. Huh? 
Looks like. You go ahead and find your own. I gotta look after youngins. Do you still think things are gonna get back to normal, Charles? No. <laughs> so, so yeah, we see this is affecting literally everyone in the town in, in a negative way. It's always a lot of fun. Um, Just, I, I never knew Mrs. Foster had any children. Not, well, two children, yeah. twins. I, I actually thought she was a widow. Yeah, I don't think we... I think this might be the only time that we see her as a parent at all, right? I mean, we never knew she even had a life, really. Yeah. And apparently, what, does she the... live in the post office? Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, she... <laughs> She runs the post office. And she lives there, you know, it's yeah. it's kind of strange. <laughs> I mean, and they left all the mail on the floor. I, I thought that that was kind of, um, it's a small town. <laughs> you know, you need, it's, not, it's a lot of mail, you know, it's a lot of people. So we go to the Wilder's house. <laughs> and this is um, basically Almando's on eggshells at this point. I think he's just afraid that. Laura is going to jump down his throat any second, but Amant is a pretty fair and balanced person. Coffee? Yes, thank you. You know, darling, I'm really surprised that your ma didn't ask you to move into Nellie's. She did. Well, you're not going to go, are you? Well, I don't want to, but... It means so much to her. I've got to stand behind her. Besides, she's right. Well, it just sounds crazy to me. You know, Amon, so it would help a lot if you'd sign the petition. I don't mind signing it. You don't? No, just as soon as your pa does, I'll be happy to. Well, he may never sign Well, I can't sign it until he does. After all, I have to work with him. Well, you have to live with me. Beth, don't be ridiculous. I'm not being ridiculous. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... to go tonight no I think it can wait till tomorrow so Lord is the only woman it seems that doesn't seem to want to go along so much with yeah. this um, I really can... want to know what these two actually think about the problem like they're like Al Almanza's like I've got to go with Charles and Laura's like, I've got to be, be with Caroline. So I <laughs> don't really get, know what these two are actually thinking. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard. Like, we're not getting any indication as to what they, how they really feel. Yeah. So, yeah, Amanda's a, a follower. And Laura just wants to have peace within everyone. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see what else we have here. All right, so we have Charles um, as the domestic um, god, and we're going to see how well he does. Hey, no, wait a minute. You haven't finished your breakfast. Oh, uh, that's all right. We're late anyway. All right, all right. No, it's a nice breakfast. Mommy's not here. Right? We'll turn it down a little. <laughs> nice but her, her crying is so weird. I'll have a nice piece of bread. Really good oatmeal. Okay? Oatmeal. Oh, 
I think you get the idea. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so he loses it. You know, he's making oatmeal, it boils over, he's um he's trying his best, I, I think. Um I think he's being punished a bit, um for kind of trying to be a good guy, but at the same time not wanting to sell out so quickly. We also get a little fun story about Nell's cooking breakfast and dinner <laughs> with um Willie. <laughs> Which is really funny. Do you want to tell that story? Yeah. yeah. Well, Nels goes and um, makes breakfast. And then, wait, does Charles come in? Was that dinner? Was yeah, that, like, I think he comes in for dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Charles comes in and Nels goes to talk to Charles. And, will, and when he gets back to the table... The food is gone. Like, Willie's eaten it all. <laughs> yeah. And that happened several times in this episode. Like, Nels goes out to get something, and Willie just takes Nels's food and walks and out. Willie, <laughs> and Willie, in general, this is like an ongoing gag that's yeah. always really funny, because Willie's really skinny. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> so even Nels says, where does he put it? <laughs> um, very, you know, one of those kind of... Things that um, I don't know. I like I like little gags like that that continue continue. I'm I was looking at what he made for them. I couldn't really identify it. He made himself some type of biscuit type thing. I'm not really sure. Yeah, um, I think Willie picks it up and ate it on his way to school. Or yeah, something, so. <laughs> he just grabs it. It's really funny. Um, there's also a scene. I I I'm not sure if we passed it yet. I don't think we passed it. Where they're all up at night and they're all going for a glass of milk. Yeah. And we have, um, <laughs> Nels is the only one who only has a few drops of milk left. And yeah. It's kind of a. I thought Charles can milk the cow. Well, you know, I, I don't think you want to go and milk the cow at, you know, two in the morning or something. Okay. I think you also have to wait for the cow to be ready. I'm not 100% yeah. sure. We also, I have a clip here of. Charles milking the cow, and it has a lot of sound effects that, um, I don't know if you noticed the sound effects, but since uh, we're audio only, you'll really be able to um, hear um, the teats, <laughs> like, you know, the udders, and, um, you know, it's just really interesting sometimes at the show, because, you know, they really did have a real cow there, and um, the horses are all real, and... You know, it's just kind of really interesting how it's all, it all um, comes together. So we have, let's see, let's go um, a little bit forward now. Yeah, we did do the, I'm sorry, I'll be after the milk. Um, and, all right, I know where we are now. I'm sorry. Laura basically is being vocal about her opinion. And she goes to live with Ma or Caroline. Yeah. And then she decides to visit Charles in the barn. So, um, here's that. Hi, Pa. Good morning, Hat Pine. What are you doing out here talking to the enemy? I'm not the enemy. No, it's just for... And if you listen, you hear the... Around here don't seem to have much of a sense of humor these days. How are you doing? Not much of a mother, if that's what you mean. Baby sister won't eat anything but sugar, and she cries her way through that. She misses Ma. 
Nice boat. How about you? Do you miss her? Sure, I miss her. She misses you, too. You sure? She said she wants to talk to you. Yeah, well, I'm not going over there. No, sir, I'm not going over there begging in front of all those women. Pa, no one's asking you to go begging. Ma just thought you two could meet in the church where you could be alone. None of the other women would know. She said that? Yeah. About two o'clock? Hallelujah, she's come to her senses. I'm gonna go get cleaned up. What, do you remember the name of that movie with... Um, Lindsay Lohan was in a remake of it with the twins. She played a twin where they were basically trying to get their parents who were about to get a divorce, get back together. No. No. <laughs> I, 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 don't think, yeah, I don't think I've even seen that. No, and I don't recommend it. It's just the, it's like kind of a similar premise. Like, you know, she's going to trick each person to go and meet um, at the church. <laughs> It'll come to me. And, it's one of those movies that's so bad that it's almost quotable. Um, so here we have... She's standing outside. She sees um, Charles go into the, um, into the church and then turn around and come out. She enters the church or school and um, confronts Caroline, I guess, and um, admits that, you know, she lied. Laura, how could you have done this? Well, I just thought that if you thought that Pa had something to say, and Pa thought that you had something to say, and you both said it, it would just make things better. You tricked us into meeting here. Yes. That was wrong. Well, I just thought if you two could get together, maybe you could work it out. I know you meant well. Things are worse than ever. <sighs> well, they're certainly not better. Oh my god. Whose fault is that, Caroline? Um, the movie's name is The Parent Trap. And it was a remake from a 1960s movie. So, um, yeah. So skip that movie. <laughs> so basically it was like a trap to get the um, two parents to fall in love. Again. Because they were, yeah. they were hating each other. So... At this point, the, the stress is nuts. Um, there's a cute moment with Charles and Grace, which is not a very good audio moment, but I am going to play it. <laughs> and you kind of see, that it's kind of cute because you can see that Michael Landon is coming out from the Charles character. And it's like, he's really, really amused. And um, I think that he's really really loving the scene where the girl is supposed to hate him so much, not hate him, but <laughs> supposed to be, you know, throwing this like tantrum and grace is like this cute little blonde girl. Like she's like, t looks like no one else on the show except for maybe Nellie. And you know, it's just, she has a certain level of little girl innocence that I think no one else on the entire series has at this point. She's definitely, she's definitely the littlest, right? Yeah. So I think that um, there's a certain fun aspect. I think that Charles Land, Charles, um, Charles Landon, Michael Landon, has, and he has that connection with kids. And uh, I, I think that's cute. But 
his mom makes. It's almost as good as mom makes. Pa, do women need husbands to take care of them? Who told you that? When the kids are school. No, I don't think it's true. Yeah, men and women help each other. It's not a one-sided thing. Come on, honey. Just a little. Well, he said that's why the men in Walnut Grove won't sign off the petition. Because women need to be taken care of. <laughs> is that why you won't sign? No, that is not why I won't sign. Now hurry up and finish your supper. I want you to watch the children tonight. I'm going to go in town and eat. Here you go, my happy baby. Not a little bit. Not a This is exactly how my kid was. Like, it's like, I don't know. This kid is great. Um, I don't know what she ever grew up to do. To be honest, I never really followed her career much. Um, she's not like she's not one of the famous ones. Maybe she is. Maybe she went on to do something bigger. I have to look up whatever happened to Grace. Um, but Charles is kind of at his breaking point at this point. But like you said, he's going to go in town. And get a halfway decent meal in um, Nelly's restaurant, I guess. I guess that's what he... Um, he's going to go to the restaurant where his wife works, who he's fighting with, and try to get a meal. Which, um, I guess, good luck with that. And, you know, the entire town, of course. All the women have moved into the hotel... <laughs> So all the men are completely going nuts, and that's what all this chatter is. Get into this mess in the first place. They started it. I have a feeling they're going to finish it too. It's finally getting through my skull. I mean, people like Carolyn and I and yourselves, maybe we don't need a petition to have what we have. But maybe there's a lot of people who do. Maybe so. I think so. I was so busy telling Carolyn how foolish she was, I didn't even bother to listen to. Her. Does that mean you're ready to sign? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm ready to sign. I'm just gonna let this play go. through because I think the music is cute. Um, I wish I could remember. So the music is done by David Rose. Yeah. And I think he uh, did himself for this particular show. It, I mean, for this particular episode. There's music here I've never heard before. Um, it's yeah. kind of, there's lighthearted stuff. There's goofy stuff. It's all really, really well written. Um, it's really kind of interesting. So yeah, he signs it, which is great. Um, I'm going to play it to the end. Well, sort of almost to the end. And... We'll hear uh, what Laura has to say. All the other men are lining up to sign it, even Reverend Alden, which I don't know why Reverend Alden wouldn't have signed it in the first place. 
decided we're on the same team. best friends again the Olsons are you know carrying their luggage they're gonna move back home all's good again won her fight and the petition was on its way to the legislature she says someday women will even have the right to vote maybe but I doubt it that's what I mean like why would she be so negative about that yeah well maybe just like <laughs> times and granted it wouldn't um, women would not receive the right to vote for another, if this is supposed to be 1881, um, 39 more years, because in 1920. Yeah. Um, it, well, you know, it's it, much later in Japan, actually. I'm sorry, say that again? It's much later in Japan. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I think it was after the World War II or something. Mm-hmm. So. So maybe in the, like, 40s or 50s? Yeah. Well, uh, with, you know, I'm constantly saying this is that um, in 2020 is going to be the 100th anniversary of uh, females getting the right to vote in this country. So it's just kind of interesting if um, if we did have a female candidate, at least, you know, or somebody who took office um, that's a female would be kind of uh, poetic, you know. But, um, Re, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Uh, I feel like I've really monopolized the entire show. <laughs> um, would you be interested to come on again and maybe do an episode or two? Yeah, you know? sure. I know you you have a very tight schedule. And, um, <laughs> so what about, what about Little House in Japan? Like, do you have friends who also watch it or is it, um, something that's just not too, is it popular there? It's it's not actually we don't have reruns here. They d- started um, broadcasting it in 1975 or something, mm-hmm. and it ended in 1991, and they've never shown it on TV since. <laughs> they must love it. <laughs> <laughs> so, my my fr- um, only a few of my friends have ever watched it, oh. and they've yeah. They've watched it on DVD, but not. We don't really see it on TV, so. I see. Um, I mean, even with me, I mean, we. Um, I bought it on Vudu, so I just have the copies on that. Okay. But um, I was talking to Alison Arngrim, who plays Nelly, this is about almost a year ago now, um, and she was saying how Little House in the Prairie is tremendous in France. Oh yeah, I've heard of that before, but. Yeah, like she has um, a ton of there's like brand new French um, fans and everything, and I don't know. I get people who send me letters in French, and um, for whatever reason, are listening to the show. And I mean, if you don't know English, this show's kind of useless to you. But, but um, well, Re, again, I really appreciate you taking the time out to do this. Um, you can follow Re on Twitter at l h o t p j p. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes and, you know, and get that around. But you always put really cool stuff. You always um, put very, very 
um, thoughtful things. You know, it's not Thank just you. it's not just posting something and like, oh, eh, maybe somebody will like it. No, you post like things that are really cool. And um, is there anything else you wanted to um, promote or do you have a website or anything like that? Well, I'm on Instagram as well. And that's Little House on the Prairie JP. Okay, the whole word? All the words? Yes. That's awesome. And uh, what made you go and, like, reach out to, like, social media to do all of that? Well, I have a personal Instagram account, and Mm -hmm. um, I found, like, a Little House on the Prairie post on my feed, and... So and then I found out that there were like so many people on Instagram, mm-hmm. like so many fan accounts. So I decided to start doing one myself because yeah, because I don't really have that many friends that know Little House, and <laughs> right. so I really wanted to talk about it to somebody. So you know what's kind of weird is uh, for one, a guy doing Little House in the Prairie is is definitely a strange thing, and. I always get that, you know, I always get like, uh, what are you, gay? You know, and no, I'm not gay, but, you know, I grew up watching Little House in the Prairie, and the thing that's weird is I have a lot of male friends who watched it, but we all watched it in secrecy. You couldn't let everyone know that you were a Little House in the Prairie fan. Um, but they were all, like, my old roommate, he was, you know, big Little House in the Prairie fan. Um, one of my friends who's super macho mountain climber, tough guy. Little House in the Prairie fan, and it's just really <laughs> hilarious. Um, we have a theme song that in the beginning of this where it's um, a friend of mine who moved to Norway, and his band um, wrote a song about Albert. And uh, yeah, he's just another example of a, a male friend who watched Little House. But um, Walt Reed, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, and you're welcome thank to you. come on anytime you want. It would be a lot of fun. It's free.